It is the Monday edition. The All-Star Game Fever Catch-It edition. The XFL Fever Catch-It edition. Boy, we are really lost when the football season is over. It's a struggle. Speaking of struggles, the losing to Rutgers on home, at home on Saturday morning? Not good. Edition of Wildey and Tausch. A 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, 100.5 ESPN Madison, 1430 ESPN Beaverdam. ESPNWisconsin.com, the ESPN app, your Alexa Spark speaker. And, of course, WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app. I'm Jason Wilde in Green Bay. Jesse Nelson's in the ESPN Madison studios. And somewhere in this wide world of ours, in his undisclosed location, is the Packers Hall of Famer. It's Mark Tauscher. Tausch, good morning. How are you today? I'm good, buddy. I... I don't understand, uh, after watching a part of the NBA All-Star game last night, more than I probably wanted to, I, I can someone explain to me why the NFL Pro Bowl was roundly panned, forced to change course when there is no difference at all in the effort level by either? None. So, again, I know when something, what's the old saying, sticks in your craw? Is that the saying? Is that right? I don't know. Um, because you you are moved to tweet about it, right? Generally speaking, yes. yeah. if that's something fair. bothers you enough, you take it to the public square. And that's exactly what happened last night as you... Mark Tauscher, took in some of the All-Star Game festivities. Uh, the tweet, viewed by more than 21,000 users, having accumulated 106 likes and 40 responses, is there really any difference between this NBA All-Star Game effort and the NFL Pro Bowl? Did you find most people agreed with you? Uh, no, the biggest and the the pushback that I got and this it's valid is that the uh, the pros, the all pros, and the all stars sh still show up. Well, I'd argue, you know, Steph wasn't Steph didn't even come to the building. I don't think I'm not sure KD was even there. So, uh, but that point's valid. Uh, I can't sit here and and just argue my point and that's it. Very fair argument back. And then this whole fourth quarter bit. No, last night it wasn't the case, but in the past I can agree with you. What we watched last night was that was a waste of everybody's time. So if we're going to sit here and highly criticize the NFL Pro Bowl, which probably gets 4X the viewers that the NBA All-Star game got, I want to understand why. I just want to understand why there is that much more vitriol one way. and Because the NBA All-Star Game is not going to change. They're going to keep rolling that out there. And I always wonder, well, why is everybody so why it's so difficult to just watch a very soft game of NFL football with some stars? Why that bothered so many people? If that bothered you and you forced change, I want you to have that same energy in watching that pathetic amount of energy that was put out last night for a vast majority of that game. Why is it? Someone explain it to me. I don't know. So, a few of the responses you got that I found interesting. Uh, one, you know, our unofficial ombudsman, our old buddy Rob Vogel, said, uh, is there a difference? Yes. Viewers' expectations. I think well, that's probably how true, right? How many times is Rob, and, and fair, but how many times have you watched the Pro Bowl? You don't expect these guys to be playing like it's the NFC Championship game. And you understand that it's going to be a lot less physical, and it's going to be a lot more, 
hey, take care of your buddy. But you still see skill. You still, it literally is the exact same thing. And there's a much higher rate of getting injured even in a Pro Bowl than there would be here. So you would even think more along the lines of NFL players, you could protect them. I don't understand why there's not the same amount of vitriol and cancelization that we had for the Pro Bowl. I want that same energy with this All-Star game. That's all. Uh, And again, I'm not a huge fan of reading uh, Twitter handles, especially if they're off the beaten path. Uh, I like names. But from uh, at Floating Coffin, which I... I, I wish his or her point was not so good. Uh, there is no difference in the effort. Floating Coffin agrees with you. The nature of the actual game, yes. Basketball can be played for fun. Football cannot. Different games. Now, that I thought was an interesting response to you, Tausch, because there is kind of a expectation of what football looks like. And, I, yes, you could say, oh, you can play flag football which they did, but it feels to me like basketball just lends itself to, I don't want to say half-hearted effort, but like, you know, not playing defense on the basketball court results in a basket. Uh, Not playing defense in football results in 75-yard touchdown catches and stuff like that. I just I I feel like maybe basketball but the just, results the same. Yeah. You get an easy basket, you get an easy touchdown. Uh, but there's a lot, a lot of more possession. You get a lot of points. No, the point is I, I don't understand why anyone's arguing. Yeah, of course, the football's more physical. We all understand that. What we saw last night and what we've seen in the Pro Bowl, it's the same thing. It's guys not wanting to get hurt, not really wanting to put a ton of effort into it and the results show, and that's fine. I wasn't bothered by the Pro Bowl. It's, it is what it is, and you still watched it, and you still got a chance. You know, at the end of a game, somebody wanted to win so that they could, you know, get a little bit more money to pay the bar bill off at the Pro Bowl. Uh, that was what it was, and I'm mm-hmm. sure this is similar here. I, I don't understand. I guess I just don't get why we don't have that same let's cancel this deal like we did with the NFL. And if someone can explain that to me, I'm more open to it. I, there is no difference, none, in those regards. The effort stinks. The result, the game is not very entertaining. That's it. So let's just roll with that and see why is it that that's the case. And if somebody give me an answer, great. If nobody cares, that's fine too. But I just watched it and wondered last night on the social media sphere yeah. why I'm not feeling the same amount of this needs to be canceled, this is garbage, and the ironic part is the only people that were saying it were the actual coaches in the game. The coach for the Nuggets is like, it's the worst basketball I've ever seen. Well, then let's not do it anymore. Let's cancel it. You yeah, guys on I, board? Uh, it looks to me like most of the responses that were still supporting the NBA All-Star Game to you were like Troy, who says, basketball with no defense is still entertaining. In his mind, that's how he views it. Whereas football but apparently football is, not. is not. I guess not. Well, I guess we disagree. Uh, I don't think they're going to cancel it. I would also say this. It does seem like the NBA, uh, even though I didn't know the guy that won the NBA dunk contest and neither did yeah, our Bucks buddy guy. initially. Yeah, he, he wasn't in the NBA, so it's not really an NBA dunk contest. Um, they do market their All-Star Weekend very effectively. They do? And the guys don't do anything anymore. I I think back in the old days, and this isn't old man on the cloud deal, but your star players, and I heard Wendy on Get Up this morning kind of talking about this, the All-Stars used to do the stuff, and it was awesome to see Vince Carter dunking and Dwight Howard, right. Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins. The fact that all these guys, and I don't know if it was John Morant or somebody, they asked if they were going to do it for a million dollars, and they said, no, I'm never going to do it. The fans want that. And granted, you don't have to do anything. Just like I can't get you to go play golf to try to break 200 because you don't want to. Same thing with John Morant and these other guys. They don't have to do it, but the fans want it. Fans want you to go out and golf and video it. Fans want to see John Morant dunk. 
and LeBron. And these guys are just, no, nah, I'm not going to do because they don't have to. And that's fine. But your product isn't as good when you don't do it that way. And the NBA is going to keep plugging along, and it's obviously live sports. It's booming, all that stuff. But I just want fairness when it comes to how we cover right. and how we look at the NFL Pro Bowl compare. The NFL gets a 100x more scrutiny because it's a lot more popular. But the fact that this is getting it, it just really – I'm dumbfounded why. Because if the Pro Bowl needed to change and needed to go away – you can't tell me last night was any better because it wasn't. Uh, I I would just add this. First of all, you are very, very, very adamant when it comes to equity. Like, if you see one thing being treated one way and another thing that is very similar being treated very differently, that bothers you. That's your position, right? I mean, you, you point that out a lot. Hypocrisy we talked about late last week. And I agree with you on your assessment of how the NFL versus the NBA All-Star festivities are treated. I also would say that you said it yourself, the NFL is much more popular in the United States, maybe not globally, but in the United States. And because of that, I think there's more people that are bothered by the way the Pro Bowl was performed in recent years as opposed to how many people are bothered by the nba that said with all the people telling you well wait for the fourth quarter did you wait for the fourth quarter or did you i didn't <laughs> no i didn't but even seeing the highlights it do didn't seem like anybody else really cared about the fourth quarter either elam ending great idea they transform it that was genius and i don't mind that it's that the you know, the NBA has not going to play a ton of defense and things get more competitive at the end of it. The only thing I don't understand is why we were so adamant about getting rid and changing one, and everybody is kind of like, oh, this is just the way it is. That doesn't make any sense to me. I want to explain to me like I'm five. Because mm -hmm. if somebody can, great. I am open ears. Nobody has. And nobody will. I just think there's an obvious bias as far as, how one sport is covered compared to the other. That's what I really think the root of this is. Do you think there will be anything like an actual football game ever again for the NFL as a pro? No. Ball? I think no, it's gone too. I don't. I agree. But you didn't love the alternative either. Right? No, I was fine with the the Pro Bowl was fine the way it was. It was an exhibition. It was fun and somehow some way somebody decided that it wasn't up to the NFL standard, that was not up to the NBA standard last night. And nobody seems to be saying that today, except for me. Uh, I thought there were people who agreed with you, but in terms of your prominence as compared to them, I would agree. I, I, I would say this. I don't know how you go about it, but getting more of the NFL's brightest stars involved in whatever format they use would be extremely helpful to them. And I don't know how you do that. Is money enough to get people to do that? No, obviously so it's not. You have to twist their arm? Like, can you twist their arm? Like, that's the other problem. No, just, I just don't, don't do it. Take them, take all of that money away and then don't. But that's not going to happen either. Uh, again, they're going to do what they want. This, that, no, They'll probably do a decent number. They'll probably be fine. I just don't understand why I'm not hearing the same amount of noise. Because the noise with the NFL was... People don't care as much. Uh, I don't necessarily think that. I think it's more people just don't want to mess with the NBA. They love messing with the NFL. They don't love messing with the NBA. And I don't know why that is. I want to know, but I don't. Well, you don't want to mess with leaky, creaky, squeaky windows. That's for sure. You want to replace them. And there's no better place to do it. Well, Nari's over. We never did find out what section of Nari she was in. Oh, Nari. I, I was driving down. We had a gymnastics meet yesterday. I drove by State Fair Park. I hope everybody that was down there took advantage of that great opportunity that Gina and their team put together. And if you didn't, you still have a couple of days. Everywhere you look, from groceries to utilities to gas, prices keep going. <laughs> up, 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 up.
Pella, just like the NBA scores in an all-star game. Pella can dramatically help lower your energy costs year-round by replacing those drafty windows and doors, and they can do it in as little as six weeks. Bring the love of Wisconsin's outdoors in through the beauty and that quality craftsmanship of Pella windows and doors. And lock in those prices by February 28th, which we're getting to be the end of this month. Dude, it's 2023 is flying by. It Get is. 0% interest for up to 48 months. Visit PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions do apply. On Friday afternoon, an opinion about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers got a lot of traction. We'll hear it and discuss it next. It's Wildean's House. You're listening to Wildy and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. Just a little local, emotions like a yo-yo, but I love you that way. On a podcast on the website golongtd.com, hosted by uh, two guys who used to cover the Packers, uh, Bob McGinn and Tyler Dunn, Uh, Bob had some thoughts on Aaron Rodgers and where the Packers are in relation to his future with the team. First, from golongtd.com, here are Bob's thoughts on where the Packers stand with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I'm convinced, based on my own instincts, and knowing the NFL and knowing what happens after all these defeats, and discussions with someone who just firsthand knowledge of this organization's of the Packers' uh, internal debates, that they are done with Rodgers. That that's the way it is right now, that he's not coming back. I mean, they're disgusted with him, and they're done with him, and they're moving on. And, you know, this is going to involve money and a trade partner and all kinds of things. But I'm totally convinced he will not be their starting quarterback this year. On the other hand, they love Jordan Love. They think he is the second coming now. They have seen enough in practice for three years that they believe he is like Rodgers 2.0. That's where this organization is coming from right now. Okay, so that's part one, um, that Jordan Love is the second coming and he is Rodgers 2.0. Here's the second part of what Bob said about what would happen if Rodgers does want to come back to the Packers. Even if Rodgers comes back, to collect that $59 million, I think he's the backup. And he can try to, you know, he could try to ruin the whole operation. I'm sure he would. But he knows that's not going to happen, and he's going to accept a trade somewhere. Uh, he knows he can't live with that, and the Packers fans and everybody. It's love's turn. The organization's going that way, and that's the way it is. And they are – they're so done with – and this is this is everybody, I'm told. This is Murphy. This is LaFleur. This is Gutekunst. This is the whole shooting match that they are. They've turned the page and uh, they don't see Rogers as a guy who's really working hard anymore. They see a guy who, when he reported this year, his body wasn't as so-called tight and strong as it was. They see a guy who's, you know, blew off the off season last year and they can all this gobbly gook about what they say in pressers, but that just infuriated them. And, um, they're done, and it's a hard guy to be done with but because he's going to be on McAfee and do all this stuff and undermine the organization as best he can because he doesn't care. But they're moving on, and that's the way it is. A lot there. Yeah, what would you think? Gobbledygook. Uh, 
It's more about what you think here because no, 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 you're a reporter. no. I'm asking you first. Well, I think I think there are some people in the organization that feel that way. I do believe that. I agree. I think you can always find someone that will be able to do that. The idea that Aaron Rodgers is ever going to be a backup quarterback in Green Bay is that's never going to happen. I think Bob basically said that, but the disgusted with and all of that other stuff. Maybe that is the case. I, I just look at this. I don't think Bob and I think Tyler, who runs the Go Long, he has been raving about pa- uh, Patrick Mahomes and Jordan Love being similar for a while. Uh, there's always it's You always have to look at where stuff is coming from. Just like when you write stuff, I think people looked at look at it from a pro Rogers side, and you don't have to agree with that. That is how people view it. I think the same thing can be said here. So I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was interesting that he cited someone within the building that said disgusted by. That is the part. All of that other stuff is just his opinion. And Bob has covered the team for a long time. He's in the Hall of Fame, I think, the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, so he deserves to you know, have his credibility, and he's putting it out there. I just feel like that disgusted by, and then the fact that he is a back, it would be a backup, kind of takes away a little bit of it. But he is convinced that Aaron Rodgers' time in Green Bay is done. I am not. I I, I just don't think it's as easy as that. It's not going to be, well, you're going to come in and back up Jordan Love. Everybody knows there's no way that ever happens. So I I did find the whole the whole exchange incredibly interesting in the fact that he has people inside that building telling him that they're disgusted by him. That is very strong, and I would be very interested who that person is because, again, it's anonymous, but that is incredibly strong and not very Packer-like, if I may say so. So I'm I'm not clear on whether that's someone in the building – or it's someone in the building expressing their frustration to someone who used to work in the building who then told Bob is, I think, how that played out. So I think, based on the way this discussion went, and look, we always talk about uh, acknowledging your biases, and I think that there was um, an acknowledgement of that uh, during another portion of their podcast where they basically, I saw um, Mike Florio tweet this, that he's never heard two people uh, talk so um, openly about their strong feelings against a specific player. He said it was jarring. So, good, if you acknowledge biases. I didn't hear that part. I would say this. If Goody vented his frustration or someone else, because then Tom Silverstein had an item in a column that he wrote over the weekend that mentioned another instance of Goody venting to someone who, it sounds like, used to work in the building. So I don't know who that is. But there's been lots of people that have come through Green Bay and don't work in Green Bay anymore that still have relationships with all of us. But if he vented his frustration, sometimes... There's a lot behind venting, and there will be action steps that follow it. Sometimes you're just really pissed off, and you get it off your chest. To use the word disgusted is a really, really, really strong word. Now, do I think that Aaron Rodgers has done a lot to rub people the wrong way in that building? And even in the aftermath of losing to the Detroit Lions, managing to throw not-so-subtle, passive-aggressive shots at the coach and the general manager is the right thing to do? Uh, No, I don't. And I can see how that frustrates a lot of people. My question is, are they really... Two questions. One, are they really that convinced about Jordan Love? And two, what do we say to what Goody said during the bye week about whatever comes with great quarterbacks, it's worth it. Because we have been talking about that phrase now since December. 
whether he was convincing himself or whether he really believes that. And I think he was trying to convince himself because, look, it's not a huge revelation that people are frustrated with Rodgers, right? I mean, they bent over backwards for him in every possible way, including allowing him to flout the COVID-19 rules that the NFL had in place. So I don't blame them for being exasperated and frustrated with him. My question is, will that lead to an action that is based more on frustration and emotion than the right football decision? Or are those one and the same? Okay, so here's the poll for today. After this McGinn go-long operation that just happened, do you really think that it's Green Bay's decision, or do you think it's still Aaron Rodgers' decision? Because all of this stuff I find very fascinating. Uh, I think if the, all of this reporting is true, and the fact that Spoon has kind of added in and you know mentioned some other things, and you kind of get a sense, and all, everything changed for me when Rodgers got done with his exit interviews and came on McAfee and mentioned getting traded and things. You started feeling like maybe there's a sea change. But I still have a hard time believing that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to control this situation. Now, he can be felt, he can feel like they want him out and he doesn't want to be a place he's not wanted. That might actually just go the opposite way with him, though, too. I don't believe that everything that was said in this whole thing is accurate. I don't. I think there is some truth. I think there's a you you can't put this stuff down on paper if there's not truth. You can't. Uh, otherwise, you lose all credibility as a journalist. So I can't imagine you would do that. I just I feel like this idea that they're all of a sudden just madly in love with Jordan Love. I don't buy that. I think there's still a lot of uncertainty there. There's there's pieces of this, and this is the beauty of today's era. There's pieces that you can cling to that you'll agree with and like, and then there's pieces you don't. It, it's up to you to decide what you think is actually going on. And until something actually happens, I still believe that the ball is in Aaron Rodgers' court, not in the Green Bay Packers, because that's I've always been taught. I watched the Richard Nixon movie. I follow the money, uh, the president's men. I don't, I don't care about all of this other stuff that gets chirped here. There's chirping all over the place. What does the money tell you? Because there have been plenty of times they tell players, we love you, we want you in Green Bay, we want you here. And then when push comes to shove and it's the money, follow it. Because you know what happens? The money leads you to, what's the guy's name? Deep throat, cutthroat. The money leads you. To this, the money leads you to Aaron Rodgers being the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. That's where the money leads you, and the NFL is all about where the money leads you. So they can be disgusted, they can be reviled, they can use every big term under the sun, but he has $60 million guaranteed that he controls, not the Packers. Think about that. The idea of Aaron Rodgers backing up Jordan Love. I feel like I've heard something similar before. We'll talk about it next. It's Will Dean's house. On air, online, and on demand. Get all your favorite ESPN Wisconsin content anywhere you get your podcasts for free. The new Wisconsin On Demand. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower... Every note! Or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew... Cruising! You can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Fisco, Fisco, Fisco is always there for your auto body care. When accidents happen, Fisco Auto Body on Forest Home in Franklin is there when you need them. Got a broken mirror? They'll take care of it. 
dented bumper, scratch paint, Fisco Auto Body will take care of it. If there's any damage you need fixed, Fisco has you covered. Their expert workmanship is guaranteed for the life of your vehicle. So stop in for all of your auto bumps and dings. Once again, you know the line. That's Fisco, Fisco, Fisco. Over the past year, we've been hard at work improving our sales processes, expanding and remodeling our facilities, investing in new technology, and continuing our commitment to serve our customers, employees, and community. That's why at Boucher, when our customers leave the dealership, we hope we've made a customer for life. Whether you're in need of a new vehicle, are stopping in for routine maintenance, or are in need of collision work, we will be here to help. With 20 locations throughout southeastern Wisconsin and 30 brands, we've got thousands of new and used vehicles for you to choose from. Our dedicated employees have been named a 2022 top workplace for the past 11 years, and we always have been and will continue to be family-owned and operated. Proud to be your Wisconsin family dealership group since 1977. Visit us today at Boucher.com. Q Club of Wisconsin is a hangout spot for watching sports, playing games, and having some drinks. Mike, what do you have going on over there? Gary, you wouldn't believe it. We've got dartboards, foosball tables, shuffle bar tables, and 10, yes, 10 pool tables. Q Club of Wisconsin has a pocket for everyone, but don't let the games be the only reason to swing by. Q Club's Fish Fry on Wednesdays and Fridays are sure to keep you coming back, as well as live music on Saturday nights. All happening at the Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Check out Q Club of wisconsin.com snow river mountain resort awaits two up mountains spread over 400 acres with more than 200 inches of powder annually it's just over the michigan wisconsin border in the upper peninsula maximize your time and book a room or suite in the freshly renovated hotel or treat yourself to the chalets recently upgraded with snowmaking granite peaks new sister resort is your up powder destination visit snowriver.com for more details that's snowriver.com Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. Uh-oh. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Warning, the cap is loose on that catch-up. Ugh. Don't wait. You have the power to change the outcome. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Tausch, here's the one thing, and we'll get to the idea of Aaron Rodgers backing up Jordan Love in a second. Um, Here's the one thing that I am most intrigued by. Because Goody voicing his frustration with Rodgers to someone outside the organization who then shares it with one of us in the media, none of that surprises me. I don't think Goody generally loses his composure, right? He doesn't strike you as that kind of guy. So that tells you how frustrated he must be. And we've talked about this privately. I have never talked about it on the air. But there was a time when 
Goody, ex- frustrated as he was, expressed that to me a couple of years ago. Now, I didn't report it. I didn't use it in a story. I didn't talk about it on the air. But So I could see how he would get to that point. The idea of that becoming a story and it becoming a clear-cut, they're done with him. I think we have to be careful about what people say when they're frustrated and whether or not they will follow that with action. But this idea that if Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, he'll be a backup is exactly the same playbook that they publicly used in 2008. With Favre. If he's going to come back, he's going to be the backup to Rodgers. Which we all know is untenable. So all those times where we've talked about in recent years how Rodgers is following the same career arc, here's another one. Here's another milepost on that journey, right? If this is true. And if it comes down to that, and Rodgers really forces them to have a $59 million backup? Then what? Backup. So, <clears throat> so just so we're all, we all understand where you're at, you do not think this story is true? I think, it's, I think it's very true that they're frustrated with Aaron Rodgers. Disgusted with? I don't I don't know about that word, and I don't know about how done they are, because Bob says in the beginning of that clip, if you want to play that again, you can, one of the things he cites is his own instincts and knowing how the league works, and then talking with one person who has firsthand knowledge of what Goody said or his frustration. Yeah, knowing how the league works, and Bob, Bob is, you know, has covered the league for a long time. Uh, he, typically, when someone has $60 million guaranteed, Bob would be the first to tell you he's going to be playing football for that team. That's just reality. So that's the part I don't, uh, that's the part I don't understand. I, I think there is not a doubt in my mind that there are people up there incredibly frustrated with the way the season played out, the way Rodgers wasn't around as much as he, they wanted him to be. You heard that with Goody saying the investment that we've made in people we want to have around. So, there, and again, everything in the NFL is swimming when you're in the playoffs and you're making a push and you know, either you win it or you, you have a really good season. Everybody kind of, it's a reset. You have a long time. That month of January and February, when you're watching other teams play that you feel like you should be in, you stew. You look around and say, what the, how are we not one of the top seven teams in our conference? How does that happen? We have an MVP quarterback. What went wrong? And you start that process of analyzing sooner. And then you start getting... You know, you you you're around. You go to these, you know, Reese's Senior Bowl and Hula Bowl, and that's where everybody talks. And I'm sure that's maybe where Bob and and Tyler got some of their reporting from. But that is really strong language. And yeah, we all know that he's not going to be the backup. But again, the question I have is, who is going to make this decision? Is it Mark Murphy? Is it Goody? Is it LaFleur? Or is it Aaron Rodgers? Who makes this? Who is in charge? Right now as a Packer fan, who is in charge of what happens at the quarterback position in 2023? Well, how do you answer it? I say Aaron Rodgers, Canyon. I don't know how anyone could say anything else. Green Bay gave you that by giving you that contract. It is Aaron Rodgers that will dictate what happens. And that... Bob knows this better than anybody. That is unheard of in the NFL. The 60 years he's covered the league, that doesn't happen. This is where this is where it's so rare. And it ain't going to be Brian Gutekunst's call. 
It's not going to be. It's going to be Aaron Rodgers because if Aaron Rodgers wants to be a you know what, he can be a you know what. He can just say no. I ain't going a pain anywhere. in the tuchus. Uh, you put in whatever word you feel fits, but he controls it. That is a weird place. That's why I keep referring to all the president's men because it's President's Day, but also Indeed. because. It is completely accurate. I never, never do you listen to what somebody is telling you. You always say what they do and what their actions show. People can say all the sweet. Matter of fact, when people are saying the sweetest stuff to you, that's when you better look over your shoulder and be like, what the hell is going on? Why? This is weird. It's about that action boss. And the action dictates, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. But Aaron Rodgers is going to make that call. It's not, well, Goody's sick and tired. He's disgusted. He can be as disgusted as he wants. He's going to even be more disgusted by writing a $60 million check and having nothing to be able to do if he really is that disgusted. Is he that disgusted that he'll trade him? That remains to be seen. We'll talk more about this because, to your point, not only did they cede control with the contract that they gave him, but he still has the club in his bag to retire if they try to trade him to somewhere else that he doesn't want to go. So they have to find a trade partner that he would accept. And I don't know what that looks like either. It and would be how... kind of uh, synergistic if he finished his career as a backup in Green Bay, too. If he finished his career as, a, as the backup, making $60 million? But Bookends That's... to his career. Yeah. That would be unique. Uh, so put that. Let's poll this, Jason. How do you vote in this poll? What's the poll again? Who is really in control? Who is making the call on what happens at quarterback for the Green Bay Packers in 2023? Who is the person? I'll answer that question, and we'll get the poll in the field. Coming up next, I want to remind you that even though we're talking Packers and Aaron Rodgers drama, Brewers season is right around the corner. Opening day is Monday, April 3rd at AmFam Field, and you'll be there with two free tickets, courtesy of Associated Bank, if you sign up for Brewers checking. Go to AssociatedBank.com slash Brewers right now to find out more. Not only would you get those two tickets if you sign up before the end of the month, but also... All kinds of great other perks that come with showing your Brewers fandom with Associated Bank. Again, AssociatedBank.com slash Brewers to find out more. More next, it's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Missed any of the show? Find us on Wisconsin On Demand wherever you get your podcasts. It's free, it's everywhere, and it's for you. Poll is in the field, and it is written thusly. Who do you believe is really making the call to decide who the Packers' starting quarterback will be for the 2023 season? Your choices... Aaron Rodgers, who I am voting for to answer the question. Brian Gutekunst, Matt LaFleur, or Mark Murphy? Here's the question I have after saying that I believe it's Rodgers because of his contract and because you have given him the power to make life very, very, very difficult on you. What am I missing? What can Goody do to force Rodgers to do what he wants? What does Goody what clubs does Goody have in his bag? The backup to Jordan Love club? I don't find all that compelling. But no, it's a bad bluff. That would be a very, very bad bluff. I mean, I'd be curious to know how that um 
approach would actually play with the fan base and who the who the fans would side with, not because they like Rodgers more, but because they don't love the idea of a $60 million backup. But what can he do? If you believe that Rodgers is not the one who has the control of the situation based on the contract they gave him less than a year ago today... Yeah. And isn't what they that do? what the McGinn isn't that the McGinn article kind of saying? And that's where I just disagree with Bob completely. It isn't it isn't anybody's it's Aaron Rodgers' call. Well it's what not I, that's what I'm asking is is what am I not seeing? Because I hate yeah. I don't want to be the guy who doesn't you. who's blind to something that I should think of that I'm not thinking of. Tell me. Yeah, you could be disgusted and all upset. Uh, and those can all be real emotions that you're feeling, but football don't care about feelings. They don't. Football cares about winning, and it cares about. There's a lot of things that move into it, but money is what drives this business. The money is on Aaron Rodgers' side. The Packers had this opportunity if they were so disgusted, and they were. To do something two years ago. They made the draft pick, and they had an out. And they could have done something after two, and they could have traded Aaron. And Aaron's trade value would have been high. You could have traded him last year to Denver and gotten what Denver, probably even more than what Denver gave up. They didn't because they didn't believe in Jordan Love yet. Now, do I think they feel better? I know I feel a lot better about Jordan Love at quarterback than I did last year at this time. I'm sure they do, too. Are they in love with Love? No. I don't think so. Second I think coming. They would, I think they would They would act as if they're in love with him, and they'd be happy, but I haven't heard anyone say Jordan Love is the deal. He is the guy that we know. I would guarantee you if they did make this move and aren't disgusted enough to trade Aaron without even asking him and just put Jordan Love in, you know the first thing they'd do? They'd go try to find a veteran quarterback. Yeah to bring in to be the, the American family insurance of the day for him. That's what they would do. A hundred votes in the first five minutes. Yeah, this should be Aaron Rodgers in a route. It's not. And that's, again, why I'm asking, if you, you as a fan, how do you see the Packers moving forward if you believe what was said? that they're disgusted and they're done with him and they want him out. How do you see the Packers going about ridding themselves of a Pro Football Hall of Fame quarterback in favor of an unproven former first-round pick? They did it once before with Brett Favre. Maybe they can do it again effectively. But how do you see that? Because right now the polling is... Aaron Rodgers isn't, doesn't even have a majority. 46.9% of you say Rodgers. 35% of you say Goody. 16.8% of you say Mark Murphy. And 1.4% of you say Matt LaFleur. LaFleur has got no hand. We're all, uh, we've all together, seen that. that's for sure. I guess the only thing I can think of is... You play Aaron's ego against himself, and you just say, listen, uh, it's time for us to move on. We're going to rebuild. Uh, we're not going to say it's a rebuild, but we're going to reload. We want to get younger. And then Aaron can still say, that's great. I love what these two young wideouts are doing. I can't wait to build with them because I don't want to go to New like, England so, or Carolina. So, so you, can you can't return a jacket for spite, and you, but you can stay with the Green Bay Packers for spite. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's not like Aaron likes spite of any sort. Like he didn't. You think Aaron's gonna just go along with whatever the Packers want? If the Packers go along and do everything he wants, as far as where he gets traded to and what compensation, why would the Packers do that? They wouldn't. So there is a real possibility. If Bob's reporting is accurate, there is a real possibility. You're going to have a great battle at quarterback right here at 1265 next su next summer, and I am all here for it. I think it would be fun. But you can't 
you can't have Aaron Rodgers be a backup quarterback and have any credibility on your football team. And everybody knows that. Goody knows that. The same reason why they had to get rid of Favre. Favre was a better quarterback at th- that time, Correct. and everybody wanted Aaron Rodgers to go. You can't, you can't BS a locker room. And when you try to say things like that, where Aaron Rodgers can be the backup quarterback to Jordan Love, everybody that knows football will tell you, you know that can't ever happen because your credibility's gone. That's why the quarterback position gets treated so much differently, and that's why these scenarios never play out that way. They just don't. All right, so you mentioned AmFam. You can tell us about them in a second here. But before that, here's my question, and we, we can open it up. 844-770-3776, 844-770-3776. And maybe, maybe we need to think outside the box. But if you're Goody and Lafleur and Murphy, because that's what Bob said, right? Everyone is sick of him and disgusted Everybody's with disgusted. Well, some, he didn't right? say everybody, but disgusted. Uh, the whole shooting match, I believe, was the phrase he used in terms of all the different people inside 1260. Jesse, what was that line you loved so much that you got a kick out uh, of? Gobbledygook. Love well, you gobbledygook. Yeah. If you wanted to get rid of Aaron Rodgers, how would you do it? If you're the Packers. Like, stop washing his clothes. <laughs> Give him a helmet that doesn't fit. Like, what are you going to do to get rid of Aaron Rodgers? If, they, if this is accurate, and again, let's also remember, we talk about biases here. I believe they both admit their biases against Rodgers. For all the why do they hate what? Do you think I most don't, of the I be- don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, I want to get into that. Why? Why everybody uh, uh, makes beat- one of us? What? Okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> but if this is true, and they would like to rid themselves of Rodgers, how would you do it? Goody calls you as a shareholder. Hi, Mr. Smith. We're trying to get our shareholders more involved with our operation, and we're looking for ideas on how to get rid of Aaron Rodgers. What can you suggest to us? Saying you're rebuilding and actually telling him you're going to do that and get rid of all of his guys would work. It would also mean that you're probably going to go 4-12 and next year, or 4-13, and Right? Or six and eleven, but how would you go about it? Eight four four eight seven nine. I hear anybody can go eight and nine. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Tell us about Amfam. Uh, Brewers fans, American Family Insurance wants to give you and three guests the chance to win the ultimate game day experience at the April third home opener to kick off the Brewers twenty twenty three season. It's a great package. This all-inclusive prize includes a travel stipend, field-level tickets, an ex-golf reservation with food and drink, a private meet-and-greet, and I'm told potentially a hug from Bernie Brewer and much more. Enter today at ampfam.com slash brewers. That's ampfam.com slash brewers. No purchase is necessary. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. The 10 o'clock hour kicks off in two minutes. It's Wilde and Tausch.